Hey guys, we are living the authentic life and here with one of my girlfriends, Valerie Dittner. I feel like we met almost when I started immediately as the Vintage Contessa, which was in 2011. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, we've both just been growing our businesses and you've yes. been growing your family. Yes. <laughs> and um, I guess Christy Lynn brought us back together recently. So. Um, yes. And you have done so much incredible styling with her. And I love that you are such a vintage girl oh my gosh, and yes. your days with cheeky vintage, but which I kind of remembered, but it was great to see that. And then you started to going to fashion week and that's what led you to working with incredible modern fashion designers looking at vintage pieces like even Kate Spade, who I feel like does it Kate Spade. Uh, Tory Burch, yes. like back when they were designing their lines, no offense to the new designers, but it was right. just so, so good. Totally. And I even last week got dressed and I'm so affected by your style that I'm like, oh, today I'm Valerie Dittner. Stop. Like I named your style because I had on, I don't even, um, it was a shirt dress that was kind of basic, but then I put the leopard belt with it because I feel like you're mm -hmm. so leopard and like Always. mix and then mm -hmm. it was just about layers and textures and you walked in today it was like <laughs> oh my god I was gonna do the cowboy boots but I didn't but you got the fur and the tweed and the shine and the turquoise and always the red lip. I mean, I have so chills much. when I say it. I love it so much. Oh, my gosh. I am, like, so flattered to hear you say that. I mean, I feel like, like you said, like, I've been a fan of yours since you started your business. And I've been following along for years. And it's just been so cool to see your business grow and evolve. And, like, we both love vintage. We both love, you know, I always say, call, like, joking, like, old stuff. Like, I love old stuff, you know? <laughs> like, I love... <laughs> antiques i love all the vintage stuff and i think we both have such a passion for having fun getting dressed yes and, um we both have such a passion for like the um is authenticity the right word but like where yes. things come from you know how things are made are both so important to us and yeah that was so, we had so much fun this fall at that christy lynn dinner and we just like you know, like, like you're saying, like about growing my family, like, you know, those years when you're pregnant and have small children, it's just like a the little, whirlwind. the littles are hard. They require a lot of bandwidth. They really do. Cause right now I have to text Bella and say, could you come downstairs to speak to me? Whereas then you're like trying to go in the restroom to get mm -hmm. like a moment mm -hmm. and they're opening the door between the dog and the littles. Mm -hmm. You're like, I, I can't even go to the restroom by myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And but it's the most glorious thing being a mom. It is. And it looks so good on you. And I see too that you're styling kids because we do love a good mommy and me look. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I love the mommy and me thing. Well, and I do a lot of like the mommy and me for um, holiday cards and like family photos for my clients. Mm -hmm. um, that's super fun to get to like do the kids. We always start with mom first. We always mm -hmm. get mom's outfits at first, you know, because as moms, you know, we're putting it all together. So we yes. you know, should come first at some point. But Yeah and style the babies yeah it's so fun but anyway all that to say I was bringing up having littles because like at that Christy Lynn dinner I felt like it was one of my first times post becoming a mommy 
suppose like feeling like a normal human to where I could like, you know, we could connect on like a friendship level, like not being like texting the babysitter, like, is she okay? Like, you know, did everybody go down all right? You know, so like, you know, it's a nice new phase to. And I think that that's, um, that's just so real life. And people think we do it all. And people are like, how do you do it all? And I'm like, I'm just not doing it all. Like I'm, I'm doing a lot less and we have to. Um, be really purposeful on who we're aligning with and what we do so we have enough energy for everyone in our life because as moms you get home from this crazy day and we want to give have something left for our kids and our husbands yes so it's a thing all right I um your style let's start with the red lips okay is there a color or can you Veer off of the color, and do you think every woman should have a color? Oh man. Okay, so right now, for the past like year and a half, okay. I've worn Olivia Palermo Poppy, All like right. exclusively. Ooh, poppy. Yeah, I love a poppy because it's got a little coral mm-hmm. in it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like. I joke, but it's so true. Like I have translucent vampire skin, so like not every red looks good on oh. me, and like the red really kind of like brings me to life. So that's kind of why I'm so like married to the red. Got like it. I only do one red nail color and two, because like if I pick the wrong one from the like the counter, like I will look like a vampire so quickly. So yeah. So for me, like I have to be careful, and I kind of like and like before that, I wore like a Chanel. And I think the color was, I can't remember what the color was, but I'll like get on something for a while. My outfits are so wild and crazy that I always say my makeup and my hair is the supporting characters. So Ooh, just I kinda, love that. Mm-hmm, yeah, the outfit. Because yes. I like to say, even when I was in high school, I was in drill team. So I loved dance. I yes. loved a musical. And I was like, I'm a, in a musical and I'm the star and my dress is brighter and my high kicks are higher. Yes. So I think of it as characters. Yes. Like when I'm getting dressed, I see myself mm-hmm. as a character someday. And some days that you see me the most dressed without anything to do is because I feel the worst. Yes. And if I can pretend to be that character and I can dress myself out of my mood. Yes. And I read that that's part of what you're doing with styling people. It's not just about this look you create for people to get an impression. It's about how we feel and what impression we give off by what we're wearing and what energy that creates in us. And it does create an energy when we feel sassy. Oh, my gosh. It totally does. And, like, you're literally digging into my brain right now. Uh I dressed today because I, like, did not have any energy this morning. And I was like, I've got to dress myself out of this (laughs) funk. I was so excited to come see you. Bring it out. Yes. I was so excited to go see my client. I have another appointment after this. I was so excited about today, but I was just like, ugh. So I had to dress myself Uh out of the funk. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. It's such a real thing. I pulled all the pink and purple out of my closet Uh and put it together to make selections because we're in a Mardi Gras crew this weekend and it's Valentine's Day. Like, or is it always pink and red for you? So it's not hard to pull Mm -hmm. pink and red because you're doing the pink and red. Or do you seasonally kind of thematically think about things? I feel like pink and red is always on my mind. Like you're saying this time of year, but pink and red are the colors of my logo and on my website. Um, So like, I read, I had my 
logo redone three years ago, I think. Okay. So ever since then, it's definitely been like a bigger undertone for sure in my style. And I could like, you know, just around and think, oh, well, it's pink or red. So I like have to have it, you know, it's like. Okay, I love that. Uh -huh. yeah. I guess a lot of people would say, okay, you're going to have red cowboy boots. You must have every other color, or you must have started with brown and white and black. Or did you go straight to red as your first? I went straight to red as my first. Wow. I know. I, it's, it's like pretty wild. But I mean, I guess like you're saying, I, I kind of like live in a palette of like light pink, uh -huh. primary red. And then I do a lot of like metallics. I do a lot of like neutral patterns. I'm and like you're trying mixing to think. Mm -hmm. gold with silver metallic. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Are your clients open to that? Or does that stick their head in a blender every now and then? Oh my gosh. Sometimes, like, you know, for me, like, you know, my job is like help, like you're saying, help women feel just how they want to feel, help mm -hmm. women feel their best. But, uh, and so like over the years, like I used to like really like go at people like if they disagreed with me mm -hmm. like not but like trying to convince them and like, like oh listen to this and what about this totally and like yes. oh you don't like your legs your legs are great you should wear this like I've learned over the years like if someone is opposed to like mixing metals they don't want to wear gold and silver like I'll leave it you know what I mean Got like I, they might come around to it eventually you know like and subliminally over the years I can you know I don't see like, the evolution but you're exactly. not gonna push it because if you don't feel good you're not going to exude that confidence. Exactly. So my mom is so thin and so beautiful. She and beautiful. she was saying something about her knees not liking them so she doesn't wear shorter things. Mm -hmm. And for me, being a dancer and on the squattier and curvier side, like I worry that my legs are big. So it's interesting, like mm -hmm. perception-wise, like she's thinking that and I'm thinking, oh, I wish I had really skinny legs like mm -hmm. that. And I'm not even noticing Mm -hmm. her knees. Mm -hmm. But I think it's true, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever is our thing, we just have to come to terms with it and figure it out. And then wear something that complements yes. it too. Totally. So you go into someone's closet, first thing. Yes. Um, are most of the women that you're styling have tons of things? Or you're even open to going into someone who has just a few things and building Tell us about a process. How does one style a closet? Well, so when I first started this, like over a decade ago, I thought I had to like come in and like slash and burn, <laughs> you know, and be like, like everything oh, goes. get rid of this, get rid exactly. of this. Like the Carrie Bradshaw when she's trying on and throwing out. No, truly. Or like, you know that show, What Not to Wear, that I think oh, might yeah. be coming back. Like I watched it religiously. It was a glamour do and don't. Yes, totally. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, like that kind of a thing. I thought that had to be the vibe. And like, I thought that like I, I had to like put my sample of approval on every single thing. What I've learned over the years is that people that hire me, like we already kind of have like a similar base level, you know, they love color, they love yes. pattern, they want to, you know, be bold and stand out. So that kind of like common ground, like helps us, you know, get as a starting kind of point. Exactly. You're not going to have a girl in an all black suit that only has brown and white and black in her closet come to you and say, would you come style my closet? Totally. Totally. Which you could. Right. I could. And I would make it work, but like, I'm going to feel a little, you know, yeah, bored. Stifled. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So, sorry. What was your question? What Okay. Happens? So, do you go okay. in? Okay, yeah, are yeah. you throwing things out? Are you talking about what to add? 
Is it about the mixing in a different way? Totally. So both. So like first, like usually our first appointment is called like what I call a closet analysis, where it's like a little bit of editing. There is some outfit planning already because I'm like, how do you wear this? And they're like, well, I don't know how to wear that. So I'll like put it together in an outfit. Then mm-hmm. also I find what holes are in your closet. So yeah, I'll like make a list of what I call suggested items and send you what you need to fill in your holes in your closet. Um, after I leave and then I come back and refill the holes and like plan outfits, like I'll plan like an entire month of outfits for you or plan you for all your trips that you're going on. Um, so yeah, that's like kind of like the process. You asked me, uh, I wish I could remember the question. Oh, you just mixing asked. things in a new way. Yes. And it was something about was, what to add in, what to get rid of. Yes, totally. Uh-huh. Um, and so are there certain things for spring coming up? Mm-hmm. Because even though we're officially in winter here, right. which is still seven degrees out. Right. So we're dressing for the air conditioning, not really for outside. Yeah. <laughs> but um, spring's coming up. Like, mm-hmm. are there certain things you're telling everyone to get for spring? Or is it pretty curated for people's personalities mm-hmm. and what their lifestyle is? Totally. So, like, I really try to make no blanket policies. Like, some okay. people... Um, like have aversions to different colors and different silhouettes, you know, different textures. Like with my clients, like everybody really gets their own personal things. Uh-huh. And then that's where like social media comes in and like I can share my personal style. I know you like love sharing a personal style too on social yes. media. And I love following your personal style on social media so much. Um, so that's kind of where I can kind of not make blanket you know, statements, but like, be like, okay, this will update you in an easy way. You know, my clients kind of get like the personalized, um, like more targeted ideas, but yeah, for spring. Oh my gosh. It's so, I always freeze when people ask me, um, it's okay. So like, for example, Mm -hmm. I love, and I think like now we have a round top style. We have seasons in Houston. So we got to have our rodeo outfits and we got to have a round top, which is kind of the same rodeo round top. And I love that this is something you could buy to go to a cocktail party, Mm -hmm. but also round top and the rodeo. So let's talk about how that changed. Do you feel like it was always that way or it's become more? It's become more that way, I think. Don't you? Yes. Like this you would wear to a gala, but you're also wearing it to the rodeo. Mm -hmm. And um, an afternoon, we're wearing fur in the afternoon. I just love that. I love feathers and fur and all that in the afternoon. And I was looking at your wish list on your website. And I love that, like, it was the skirt with feathers and then a cowboy boot. So it's, and my favorite the other day was, like, camo with, like, brocade. And I'm thinking, okay, so it's Parisian brocade with camo that you'd wear on a ranch. And I was like, I'm doing that this weekend. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So where do you get your inspiration? Where is it old like fashion icons? Because I know you love Audrey. Yes. Is it old movies? Do you ever look through Pinterest? Oh my gosh. Pinterest kind of like makes my mind crazy. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. It Like, Pinterest is hard for me to navigate. I don't know. I love old movies. Um, my mom introduced my sister and I to, like, old movies when we were young. And uh-huh. I really think that that's where I get my eye for, like, versatile, clean things. You know, like uh-huh. Audrey Hepburn. Like, 
when in doubt, like the more simple a garment, uh-huh. I feel like the makes it the most versatile for sure. Um, one thing you mentioned, like people like wearing things all different ways and wearing for an afternoon, like all these things. One thing I've noticed, like a really positive thing, I think that came out of the pandemic and everyone having to be home is like nobody wants to miss an opportunity to wear an outfit. Oh God, because we had all these outfits that never, or it was just the waist up outfit right, on right. the Zoom call. No, totally. We're like, we're back and we're wearing outfits again. No, exactly. Child. Totally. Like today at Bible study, they were like, you're dressed up. I'm like, I have a podcast. But again, <laughs> like every day's a party. And yes. that was my niece or my godchild said that about me when I'd go visit in New York. She said, Antonay's always dressed for a party. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, that's the best compliment to get from a kid. You look like you could go to any party. And the other thing is, now I start thinking about, I certainly don't have a capsule wardrobe, but I think about if I buy it, could I wear it at work? Would yes. it transition into the evening? Would I wear it at a show in Miami Beach or in New York or in Colorado while we're traveling or even in Paris. Totally. And I think about, and like, I mean, now you could even see boots. I went to Dior. They have red cowboy boots Can at you Dior. Believe? Can you, you? I know. I love it. It's crazy. I guess Chanel did it with the Dallas collection maybe yes. eight or ten years ago. but And they did a navy one. Did you see that? The I Chanel. did not. Oh, I saw Marzi posted. Yes, yes. you yes. need those. those. You need those. We both need those. <laughs> we both need those. Right. Yes. So, like, um, how fitting do you think that is? Because mm-hmm. it feels like when you buy something, you're going to try to keep it a while. Totally. Yes. Let's talk about sustainable pieces and yes. investing in pieces. Totally. Even if I'm buying a ball gown, like it pains me if you can only wear it one way. Yeah. Like I look for versatility. I want everyone to be able to wear things with different shoes, different bags. I love separates because you can mix everything together. Mm. Yeah. Sustainable sustainability, I mean, is so important, you know, for the fashion industry. Like you are doing such a great job of you know, finding new homes for these beautiful bags, you know, need a life um, and not bringing, you know, new things into the market. I mean, that's so wonderful. I mean, just, you know, there's so much waste in our industry. And I love that you do that. I mean, I was talking to a friend the other day. I was like, I don't remember the last time I bought a bag that wasn't vintage. Oh, I love that. Like it's. Well, it's a good value. Mm -hmm. And you know, it stood the test of time. Yes. If you still like it years later. Yes. And then I do think if people like the idea of buying things, at least you're buying something with the value and you could trade in and out and around too. And other people can use it when you're finished with it. So it keeps having a life. I just joined the Salvation Army Auxiliary and I'm going to be involved with the fashion show this year and we're getting people to donate. So I'm going to be sending out an email. We're going to start collecting next week. Awesome. But I feel like even more great charities. I think there was even at this big event in New York Mm -hmm. where they said, you have to borrow a dress. You can't buy a new one. Oh, that's awesome. So I think society is even kind of shining on this idea. Mm -hmm. Do you go to vintage stores or do you prefer to, uh, like, would you go to the Salvation Army? 
Or do you go, I mean, like Cheeky Vintage, obviously. Totally. Talk a little bit about that. Totally. So in my 20s, when I had, you know, all the time in the world, I would would go to like vintage stores, you know, the thrift store, like any, like I would love, I loved to dig. Every time I would go to New York, I would go to like Paris Opera, like Mm -hmm. their charity store. I'm the most incredible Sonia Raquel blazer that is still in my closet today there. You know what I mean? Like those good finds. Um, Right now. Now I don't have the time to dig, you know, know. which is sad. I feel the same way. Right? I mean, I hardly even have the time to shop. I feel like if it's not an event my friend's hosting at somebody's house, I'm not. I did go in West Palm um, on my birthday and went shopping. And it was the end of the year, so I bought a lot of things on sale. Because I don't care if I buy the current season, but if it's Oscar or Carolina or one of those great brands, I, I like getting a deal. And then something that I feel like I could wear for years to come. Totally. Isn't that the best? When it's on sale and in your size, I'm always like, that is meant to be. That's a fashion god smiling upon you. (laughs) Absolutely. So talk about Cheeky when you were there. Mm -hmm. Tell about, were there certain eras you liked more? I'm such a sucker for the 60s. I also um, love the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a child. And I was born in the 80s. I was a child in the 80s. So I mm-hmm. always kind of feel like I missed out. Like if I'd been born 20 years earlier, I would have like really just like been so happy as an Girl, adult in the 80s. I was dressed in the 80s and my hair was big and the shoulder pads were big and the oh Laura gosh. Ashley without a belt was oh big. Oh my gosh. Yes. It was not a good look for me. <laughs> and I was in college and I put on the freshman 20. So I don't even, Rob's always like, Wow, you look better now than you did in the eighties. Mm-hmm. I know. I, so maybe you didn't miss out. Yeah, maybe maybe we're doing it. it better right now. One hundred percent. Maybe you're just like picking and choosing the vintage, best yeah, part of vintage. the eighties. No, but yes, totally. but like dynasty and that whole. Yes. Oh my gosh, so much. I love a rhinestone. Like I love a rhinestone. Um, so yes, when I was at Cheeky, um, yeah, you touched on it earlier. One of my favorite parts of the job, not just like you know, like we're talking about matching up people with this like incredible gown. Mm-hmm. Um, that like we get a lot of things from like the astronauts wives um, so it was yeah it was super fun to like know the history oh. of a gown and then like match it up with you know someone wow. that was sharing a gala or you know getting married or going to their first prom like it was just so fun to like see those magical like you know garments have another life um, but one of the big parts of my job was selling vintage for inspiration um, I worked really closely with Kate Spade um they would i'll never forget this email she was like hi in the next 48 hours after present ideas for a a collection that is woodland creature inspired Mm -hmm. like such a a woodland creature right like squirrels (laughs) owls like oh. uh huh yeah like a like yeah I was like can I get more to, a little a bit little more, more description, description? <laughs> no totally and so I would just go like flip through the store go to our archives and like take photos 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 of every single thing I could even think was maybe in the realm send them to them then they would send me back okay we'll take this 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 and this yeah and then um this was kind of like um closing up as I started but um Cheeky Vintage will sell a lot to the Tommy Hilfiger flagship store like Bill Blast like never worn um like gown like I remember this beautiful like rose gown and like Chanel jackets that they would like mix in on their um floor so that was super fun to like you know look through all the different lenses of the different brands and like you know find um things in the store so yeah it was so fun 
And so you were traveling to New York also at that time. Yes. Uh -huh. I started going to Fashion Week at that time. And so that was super fun. I and just... you were blogging. Yes. Now it's not as much of a thing to be a blogger. Right. Some people still have a blog or like yes. maybe they just call it a website or like a newsletter. Yes. Yes, uh-huh, I know. It's We're going to start doing more of that because I went to Miami for our Big Miami Antique Show in early January, uh -huh. and I Googled Miami Vintage Chanel, and an article I'd written 10 years ago came up. So it showed me the power mm -hmm. of writing and posting, and people are constantly, where would I eat in Miami? What would I, and I feel like, what would I wear? Because people are saying, oh, I'm going in this spring in the winter it's mm -hmm. january but it's 70 and 80 degrees outside yes. and there is kind of a vibe you're not completely summer mm -mm. but a little bit of winter and mm -hmm. knowing what cities you need to wear a block heel yes. like versus a spike heel oh my gosh yes so I feel like there's some value to that, too, of sharing. Totally, totally. I mean, to quote my best friend, I live my life on recommendations. So, yes, like if someone's been there before, I can tell you what to wear. That is like so essential. Because so it's essential. not just about the temperature. It's right. about what people are wearing. Yes. Like I didn't bring a sweater when I went to the Bahamas last weekend mm -hmm. and I needed a sweater. I mm -hmm. forget that on the beach. Yes. You need a sweater yes. if it's in a lot of beaches aren't Texas weather what beaches. Mm -mm, they're sweater beaches is yeah, what I call them. Yeah, which I love a sweater beach. I, will, I <laughs> can see you loving that. So did you grow up going anywhere on the East Coast? Because I can totally see you in Nantucket or in Martha's Vineyard or those kind of places. Well, I grew up um, as a very serious ballet dancer. So every summer I would go dance in different cities. Um, oh, wow. Like I turned 16 in Boston, dancing with Boston Ballet. So um, uh, and before I met my husband, it's kind of a funny story. I like had my roommate, like I was moving to New York. Like I say had my roommate because like that's how like Ready. solidified were... my plans were. Yeah. And then I met my husband and then I decided that he was better than New York. <laughs> Aww, that's a good story. Um, yeah. No, totally. But yeah, like it's so funny. Like I will make friends with the New Yorker in the, in the room. Like I'm sitting in the ballet lobby over the weekend and I start chatting with this mom. We hit it right off and oh, she's a New Yorker. Like, yes, yes uh -huh. exactly. Mm -hmm. You feel that vibe. Totally. Um, I And I love that you're a ballet dancer. I didn't know that. So many of my podcast guests were dancers. Oh, my gosh. I know. So um, Phoebe Tudor was oh a dancer, gosh. which uh, Beth Mukey, yes. who's super involved in her style, is so off the charts. Yes. But um, I think maybe it's Kindred Souls. Yes. Like about the love of dance and how that transition transition to a love of fashion too yes. like the tool skirt the flow of a dress like a woman's body and what suits her best totally. i feel like that was the costuming was as much a part of the journey as it was about the actual dance. Totally. Well, and understanding, like we're talking about transitioning our clothes from day to night, what our day holds, like a costume has to be functional. So, you know, you learn that at an early age, like, oh, this costume is okay to do this choreography and but not this choreography. And you know, like what yes. it all like works. So no, totally. I think it is like, yeah, totally along the lines of the makeup and the glamor and like getting prepped for something, you know, and just like, oh. I miss it. So amazing. <laughs> so are your girls dancing? 
Yes, they're dancing. I mean, they're young. Mm-hmm. Um, our oldest will be able to audition for Houston Ballet's Nutcracker this. Um, I know. I don't want to push her. I really, really, really want her to have that experience. I mean, especially, uh-huh. like, I mean, being able to dance on the Wortham stage. I mean, how wow. incredible for... And the costuming. Wow, they have stepped that up. Not that it was ever less than, but it is truly... Extra now. So extra. It's so... I mean, those, like, shocking peak tights. I think it's the, one of the Spanish guys in the Spanish variation yes. wears. I mean... And all like the marine toilet. I mean, like all that in the second act. I mean, to die, to die. So amazing. Okay, so are you what of what city? So New York, you love. Mm-hmm. Are there any other places? Have you spent a lot of time in Europe? Is that part of? Um, I know you're going to be shocked by this answer. I mean, Paris is my favorite place. I mean, isn't she just the best? She's she just... is so special. But it is interesting because. I feel like you and I are much more dressed today than any Parisian we would see walking the street. Fair. Because they have a beautiful style, Mm -hmm. but it's not as Carrie Bradshaw as maybe we would be in putting things together eclectically. Totally. So are there certain things that you love about a Parisian woman's style? Yes. I love that they like no matter if they're wearing a heel or a flat, uh-huh. like, you know, the newest Chanel or like some bag that's like nylon, you know, that you can't tell who it's by. Like they always look like they can like leave the door that day and like go through their day comfortably yes. and dressed for everything. You know, I really like that. Um, I think they've, they seem to have a confidence in their style. Yes, Totally. Well, and just their love of classics, mm-hmm. which I read in, like, I'm bad with dates and all the things. But, you know, when, like, Marie Antoinette was, like, you know. Off with her head. Uh-huh. French style as we know it now, you know, it's all about classics and versatility and mm-hmm. simplicity. I read that that came about because that's the antithesis of what Marie was doing. Oh, interesting. Doesn't that make sense that they would just, like, rebel against that completely? Because she was so, mm-hmm. caused so much disdain. Exactly. And I think Chanel did so much. Yes. I just watched, I mean, I've watched so many of her movies, but I just watched one on the plane that um, shared a lot. I think she um, she was obviously raised, um, well, maybe not obviously, but she was raised by um, nuns in an orphanage. She was actually abandoned, but she created this... Um, idea of her upbringing and her head and she created this life she wanted and she changed this corseted which I do love a good corset but this corseted Mm -hmm. intense has to be dressed up to much more about like she even created that stripe I know you're big on the stripe shirt (laughs) and the tweed she took men's hunting fabrics and made them into jackets and that just changed dramatically the way women were styled and then she was grieving the loss of her most beloved boy Capel and she wore black she mourned his loss longer than most and apparently that was part of the rejuvenation of the black dress or the making it okay so that's where the little black dress supposedly came from was her mourning his death and that made it elegant Mm -hmm. whereas it used to be drab and as though it was less than to be seen in a black dress totally 
So how do you have a place for black dresses, even though you love color? Oh my gosh. I mean, yes, I used to have, this was like pre-babies. I had this amazing vintage dress that was black crepe. I love a crepe. I love a little Mm -hmm. texture, but I feel like crepe, like, you know, can ball it up. And actually the first time I went to Paris, I wore it. Um, a lot took it on that trip, but just like, you know, very Audrey Hepburn on the mm-hmm. top, fitted, sleeveless, boat neck, and like crepe skirt. Mm-hmm. It was like right above the knee. Um, I think I still have a dress somewhere. I don't think it fits anymore. But um, no, I de- like there's definitely a place for black for sure. Those foundation items, I think, definitely. I'm like trying to think. I'm like, do I have a black dress in my closet? right now well let's talk about collaboration so you have all these styles oh my gosh and then um i was introduced through to mae through you and i'm just um her the pea coat is such a great cut and then that huge bow i love anything oversized accentuated i mean i did a deep dive i'm still trying to decide if i want the is it Scalamandra? Is that how you oh, pronounce yeah. it? I and red. So. Mm-hmm. But also I love the zebra because to yes. me the zebra is just so timeless classic. Yes. So how, like, okay, Valerie, make something. And you're like, uh, did she ask you to make a jacket or did you, like, how does that even come about and how do you decide? Totally. So all of my brand collaborations have come about me loving a brand and them just like loving my personal style and let's, mm-hmm. us being like, let's do something. And um, whether it's with Buru, whether it's with May, we've done, um, we've taken their tried and true silhouettes that mm-hmm. like I already loved that I was already obsessed with like wearing okay. all the time. And then we put my spin on it. So, um, you know, Picking fabrics, picking linings. Um, well, and with Buru, we've done that um, pants, sweatshirt, and jacket. It's actually this blazer, but just like done in the, um, you know, that like all those different like knits that we've done. Um, they've done that to, together for years. And I loved it, just the top and the pants. And mm-hmm. then it was, we were doing a holiday 2022 collection. And I was like, Morgan, can we make this? to match the pants and, the, and she like was kind of like not on board she was like are mm-hmm. you kidding me you're crazy i was like i really think people need that for like their everyday life like i need that i need mm-hmm. that to like feel a little bit more polished on a plane like if i don't feel like putting something on with like a tight waistband like wear that to <clears throat> a client's home so um and it's been like such a fun hit it's been amazing so um i think that like you know what do they say necessity is the mother of invention or something Isn't that what they say? Like, I think that um, kind of going off of that, things that I've seen I needed in my closet, but also like going off of trying to choose silhouettes, you know, so we knew the fit was there. We knew the construction was there, but then like, okay, let's like make this in a really versatile fabric or, you know, it's not all versatile. I mean, leopard skirts, but you know, leopards are neutral. Leopards are neutral for me. Well, I love that. And you came into shop for bags and you were looking (laughs) or for to be styling and then everything that you picked up that you were like oh I love this for me I was like yeah that was in my collection oh yeah that was in my collection which was pretty interesting and one was that leopard Dior and I just think it's amazing that uh leopard's a neutral yes um I guess zebra is it a neutral too or it's a little too much I think zebra is a neutral um, I feel like we think that leopard is so versatile to our eye because it has usually has three colors in it, you know, and zebra uh. just has two. So maybe zebra seems a little less versatile because you know what I'm saying? Like the three colors kind of, mm-hmm. you can mix more with it. 
And they're nudes. Yes. Maybe that's part of it too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because of the color tone. Interesting. Ugh. But I love that bag. I carried that bag this weekend. I think I carried that bag once a week. It's like new favorite for sure. I, I love, love her. that. <laughs> okay, so what's next? What are some of the things? Are you doing them consistently every season? You're coming out with something new. Is that feeling like pressure for you? Because I, yes. I know that a lot of designers now there's what's six seasons mm -hmm. because of cruise. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot to create. Yes. Because it's, well, fall, winter, spring, summer, and then it's cruise in between. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. No, totally. Resort. Yeah. Like all the holiday. Things. Yes. Holiday. Um, well, going back to your comment about sustainability, you know, uh -huh. how much I love that we both have a passion for sustainability. Um, both the brands I work with um, work with upcycle fabrics. So mm -hmm. that's wonderful, you know, like finding fabrics and like working with them so we're not like creating new fabrics. Um, and yeah, like pumping things out just because you ha are supposed to be making new things constantly. Like mm -hmm. I don't love that idea. Mm -hmm. So um, since 2020 with Buru, I've been, she'll like literally just text me and be like, I just found this fabric. It's so you. Let's do, let's do a set in this. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Um, oh, so we literally, good. it's just like super organic. And like, honestly, mm -hmm. that's how May and I are evolving, working together. We're mm -hmm. um, launching um, <clears throat> just two or three pieces mm -hmm. um, this spring. Um, and then we'll continue to do that throughout the year. And then I think we're going to do like another big um collab this fall or winter but um you know it's just honestly like more fun and when it's like organic um I know it like I think so yeah I honestly like one of the pieces we're producing <clears throat> for the spring I was like on a call with her about you know just how the collection was doing and like next steps and I was like can you make me this custom skirt because I need this custom skirt for an event and she was like let's do it and like let's like let's produce it like let's like let everybody have it I was like okay <laughs> so what type of skirt is it full it's, is it's, it straight it's gonna be full you know uh -huh. you and i we love, uh, a, we full love skirt, a full skirt and i just like love that i don't feel self-conscious in it um is it the dancer thing and we all I just want a tutu twirl. yeah we want a twirl yes yes that's exactly what it is so it's high-waisted that's why i like if, if i'm wearing straight i like to wear a coat that can yes. twirl yes. like yes well it makes so much sense that you were a dancer I didn't know that part because I've always said that you're such a good model and on your videos, you just have such a pep in your step and you carry yourself so well. That makes total sense that you're a dancer. Now I can totally see that. And you did that ballroom. Thing. I did the ballroom you dancing. You killed it. It was pretty awesome. And of course I wanted four costume changes because mm -hmm. if you're going to dance, you got to change costumes. 100%. <laughs> How many did they, did you just have one costume? How many did you get? Oh no, I, I changed to four different options. Like I was... I love taking it. a robe off. I was acting. Yeah, I was. It was pretty fabulous. Amazing. It was amazing. It was pretty interesting. But that I have to tell you, the feet didn't move like they did when I was 18. Yes. I would tell the foot to move and it was not moving in the same way. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Like sometimes I'm like, I miss taking ballet class. But when I've done it as an adult, like my leg used to be up to here. And now it's like, oh, like down here. Like, I don't like it's a little. Yeah. It's not as fun when you like, Okay, so you, you have the full skirt. Yes, and full is skirt. it a is it an interesting fabric? Um, it's bold. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I what what's today? I mean, I don't think I'd get in trouble for saying it's um gonna be black with white polka dots. Um, mm -hmm. uh, classic, but very fun midi length. So you could like wear it with sneakers if you're in Paris or New York or someplace fun where you want. And like, I do love that. I am really. 
visualizing myself, I find it hard to wear, like with a straight skirt, to mm -hmm. wear sneakers. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's as, but mm -hmm. when there's a little flow, I yes. feel like it's easier. Like, what is your parameter with that? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you helping people style sneakers? And then like the dad sneaker versus mm -hmm. the streamlined sneaker. Mm -hmm. How, because there's a lot out there. There is a lot out there. Um, sorry, I feel like. Um, fluff. A little fluff. <laughs> my, I have like so much hair today. I'm like, um, and I was like petting sweet Grace Kelly. Oh my gosh. Um, she gives me such puppy fever. I love her so much. She's wonderful. She's pretty fabulous. She normally comes and sleeps on the couch with us and, mm. and um, she snores really loud when she sleeps. So it's kind of rude. That's amazing. It's pretty funny. That's awesome. But yeah, so sneakers, I mean, I think a good sneaker and a couple pairs of good sneakers and like do you go with color and make that off or do you try to make them kind of neutral out? Right. First pair of sneakers, I suggest be neutral. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which like silver glitter can be neutral. Like I think that that's pretty neutral. Like silver Absolutely. metallic, right? <laughs> totally. And like leopard is a neutral. Um, exactly. Yeah. No, totally. So um, yeah, I think everybody needs at least two good pairs of sneakers. I mean like high top, low top, you know, and breaks my heart when people say those sneakers aren't, you know, comfortable, you know, like there are certain sneakers on the market that aren't comfortable. Like we've, and we've I all been a, there. I'm starting something in to go on to the next person. I wore them. They hurt me. Bella wore them. Cause she was like, Oh, I'll wear these. Totally. And then they were so bad that I ended up putting that. And we were at the Miami beach show. I think I put them on my feet and she took my flats cause Aww. Um, you know, and it's just so oh, bad yeah. that you get the blisters. Oh, yeah. So why even wear a pair of sneakers? So if you buy sneakers and they don't fit, trade them. Yes. Do something else because sneakers are supposed to be super comfortable. Truly, truly. Well, and it's not like universal. You know, like all of our feet and ankles are shaped all differently. You know what I mean? It really is. Like I can't do those Loewe great ones that like have the turf that comes up the back or the tread mm -hmm. that comes up the back. I can't do those that shape of shoe like always rubs blisters on me like and so bella like, does alexander mcqueen and i don't like mcqueen because oh, the the um the tongue is too stiff mm -hmm. have you heard that from clients i have heard that yes uh-huh but i've heard it both ways yes like some people mm -hmm. love it can do it some people are like get these off my feet right now yeah it's wild and they're heavy too so i do think about that when i'm packing yes so can you go to europe for a week and a carry-on I am, I struggle. Oddly, I could do it in the winter, but not the summer. Oh, maybe because my have skirts have coat. all mm -hmm. the, um, the tool. Yes. And the tool takes a lot to yes. roll up. Yes. Whereas if it's jeans and pants mm -hmm. and a jacket, mm -hmm. you could bring a bunch of different scarves. Yes. You're so right. You're so right. Cause it's like great coat and you can like, yeah. Whereas dresses, I feel like I love dresses, but mm -hmm. dresses are hard to mix and match. Mm -hmm. They are. And if it's hot out, you can't put a scarf over it or a jacket over it because you're hot. Right. It's like all you got. <laughs> That's all you've got. Yeah. Yeah. I've never done the carry on to Europe thing. Yeah. I will carry on like domestically if mm -hmm. like I have to. If it's I'm like... not good at it. But Rob makes me carry my own stuff. This is his way of making me carry less. And this summer, um, Bella was at Duke for a two-week camp, and I said, let's have a fun adventure. We're going to drop her off in the Carolinas, and then we're going to fly to Nantucket, and then we're going to fly to Virginia and whatever. And the best. My luggage got lost from Nantucket to Virginia, and then we were three places over, and I had no clothes, and there wasn't really somewhere to shop. Uh -huh. And 
I was like, okay, this does not work. And I have a carry-on because I always carry on my handbags, my jewelry, yes. my makeup, my medicine, like stuff I know I can't lose, but I right. didn't even put in like a spare dress or whatever. Mm. It was a bad choice. Oh. So now, even if I check, mm -hmm. I'm going to have a change of clothes. I yep. feel like you have to do that also for Europe too, yes. because I've heard so many people that it gets lost there for like five days. Yeah. Yeah. Have totally. you heard those? I've heard these horror stories. Well, now we always do the air tag. Yes, the air tag mm -hmm. is so good. Mm -hmm. So you put the air tag in the bag and then you know where it is. Because they kept saying, Oh, it's in Nantucket. And I'm like, No, it's in Wyoming. They're mm -hmm. like, Well, you weren't in Wyoming. I'm like, Precisely, <laughs> but my bag is in Wyoming. Yes, and exactly. I'm telling you, it's there. I don't know why y'all are having like a meltdown over this. <laughs> I mean, it's like, Yeah, you guys, do, I know more than you do about my bag, Lord. Oh my gosh. Well, and then the Nantucket airport is tiny. How could they be saying that they like lost stuff in Nantucket? That's No, we literally were the first people there and we were an hour early. How did that not make it on the plane? United, we are not sure how this happened, oh but it was, it was crazy. Oh, here's the other thing that I noticed about Nantucket is that I think it was be smart to bring like a Goyard big tote mm -hmm. And I think you could bring a small crossbody bag, but I didn't need a Birkin or a Kelly there. Mm -hmm. So I think it's mm -hmm. really understated luxury because to me, I was thinking people were carrying that mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I was in Monaco, if you didn't have a Kelly bag, mm -hmm. you were really not invited for a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were not fitting in. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, yeah. So we're not going back to Monaco because we can't really afford to be there. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. I would have been right in. Right in. No, oh the my style was amazing and the people were amazing. And I think that's what I love so much about travel mm -hmm. is going to see other people's styles. Yes. Because when you see like what real people are wearing yes. at places, I kind of try to figure out what about it I like. Totally. And how you can like take a little part of that back with you. No, totally. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So upcoming events, do you have anything that you're really excited about wearing or styling or launching that you want to share with us? I'm excited about my next Mako Lab. We just did um, a Buru set um, mm -hmm. last month and it was, we had the most fabric we'd ever had so we could make the most and we like sold it out in 24 hours, which is insane. I know. I know. We've had some like um, exchange swaps come around, so like a few are left on the website right now. So that's really fun. But it's just what it's like, you know, I'm sure you feel the exact same way when you like, you know, put the person in the, you know, bag together. Like it's just such a wonderful feeling to be like, I am like helping women feel good. I'm helping women get ready and helping people you know, make good investments in their closets. It's just like such a wonderful feeling to be able to like help people feel good. You it know? is. And I feel like um, I am completely open. Like, I definitely want to have you come to my closet. I like to invite people in um, and get your perspective because I feel like it opens my mind yes. to see things. Yes. Because there's, you kind of get in a rut. And people are like, why would you need someone? I'm like, well, she comes to my store and I'm helping her pick out what bags and I can see things different than she can. And why can't she help me in my closet? It doesn't mean that we're not styling on our own. It just means somebody else can give you a perspective. So I'm always totally. open to learning. And I think that's 
where the growth comes. Totally. Honestly, this morning I was like, I want to get somebody in here to look at mine to like mix things up. Cause just like you're saying, like we like look at something in one way and like, it's so funny. Like your eye can see this like really pretty green in the scarf that like mine mm-hmm. wouldn't pick up. You know what I mean? Or so like that, like leads you down these paths of pairing things differently. And yeah, fresh eyes is so fun. And I love shopping a closet. Like you know, more is not the answer. Like the right stuff is the answer. Okay. And here's one last question. We can talk about more, but, um, how do you feel about mixing brands? Mm. Cause I struggle with that. I struggle with the CC on the belt and the Valentino here, and then the logo shirt and then the logo shoes. Yes. If it's, if it has logos, do you not mix it? Are you okay mixing some logos? Like, what do you recommend? Do you try to buy a belt without a logo so it goes with everything? What right. are kind of your recommendations with that? Because it, it so stresses hard. me out. It's so hard. Well, honestly, I kind of feel like I'm going to use you as an example. So mm-hmm. get ready. Um, I saw you at that um, skincare event last week. Mm-hmm. And you were in, like, basically head-to-toe Chanel. Mm-hmm. And not being bashful about it. And I think that's way how you do a bunch of logos. You know what I mean? You like make it intentional. You're like, yes. so I'm Chanel today. Like, yes. and you looked like Coco and you looked amazing. You know what uh, I'm saying? It like worked because it was all one. But I agree with you if you're doing like multiple logo prints and then flashy, flashy, flashy. Like, I don't want to get mugged. So like, I'm not trying to like, you know, like be flashy, flashy, flashy. Like I... I used to say, and it's hard because, like, as you build your, like, fill your closet with, like, quality things, all of a sudden you look around and you're like, oh, everything's a designer. And I don't don't know how to not have Mm -hmm. some designer that conflicts with that designer. Because maybe if it's a boutique designer, I can have that conflict with this, but maybe that one can't conflict with that. Exactly. It's really tough. I think every outfit you just have to like, you know, walk that line, you know, Mm -hmm. and make choices like, okay, I have like a Chanel, like for example, I'll do like a Chanel flat and then like my favorite earrings of all time are these like vintage Chanel earrings, but they don't have CCs on the front. They're just Mm -hmm. like pearl and rhinestone. So I'm like, okay, this is Chanel, but it's not like screaming Chanel. It's such a hard line to walk. I mean, it really is. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It is. It's hard. So do you have a place for go-to belts that aren't branded? Because that's one thing that I feel like is a real mm-hmm. hard niche. Because mm-hmm. I love the big Valentino yes, belts. I love, I love the DNG. I love but I tend to buy things with logos. Where mm-hmm. I, I'd love to have thick belts. Mm-hmm. Carolina does a pretty yes. good one mm-hmm. with just the the block. Do yes. you? But you're not as belt girl as I am, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're so much taller. I feel like you can get away with not cinching in the waist. I feel like when I don't yeah. cinch in the waist, I just look like the abominable snow girl. You don't look like that at all. <laughs> but I understand that. Well, and I still kind of feel like like my husband's and has to be like, you're not pregnant anymore. Like I got so we could into show, the tent, tent, yes. tent It's like you could show. I know Rob yeah. likes the waist. Mm-hmm. He likes to have it form-fitting. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Um, okay, so this is a super affordable brand for, for belts, but Carolina, uh-huh. you're right. Um, she has great ones. Um, below the belt. I okay. don't really like the name. It's like below the belt. I, yeah. Okay. But they are sold on Shopbop. And if you just want like a crisp, classic, no logos, like I do, I do them a lot when we're like, okay. we, need, we're, we don't like this self belt. We need a good belt. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, not a very exciting. Um, no, but I feel like people need that. And do you mm-hmm. have a white shirt you want to recommend? 
Oh, man. I know it's hard. I just bought one from Veronica Beard last week. Oh. I went to a, and it, it fit really well. And it didn't pull right here. And it fit the shoulders well. And it seemed to be stretchy. Yeah, they really design for women's bodies. I mean, whether uh-huh. you're this big or curvy or tall uh-huh. or short, they their fit is so good. And is it called Warren and something? Betty and Warren, where they're kind of crinkled. Mm. They sell them at Tootsie's and oh, yeah. Saks and all um, but I don't know. And then, like, you see a Valentino white shirt, and it's $3,000. I'm like, I that's not my budget. I'm going to get coffee on that in the first three <laughs> minutes. Exactly. And it's going to be done. I'm such a spiller. Like, I legit have to think about, like, can I wear that white thing? I'm so clumsy. I'm such a spiller. Um, another great white shirt brand that I love is um, Claridge and King. Oh, okay. It's very – they're hard to get. Like, their website is, like – very minimal okay um but like some boutiques carry them but okay um, it's a really good like men's fit okay yeah mm-hmm. like the button-down oxford collar mm-hmm. yeah and are you a pencil skirt girl or not so much not so much it i mean more of the full skirt mm-hmm. so am i yeah yeah i'm With... trying to find good pencil skirts and i'm not seeing a lot of them out there like that gray mad men mm-hmm. idea of the silk blouse mm-hmm. and the scarf and the pencil skirt with little heels mm-hmm. i like so that classic. silhouette but mm-hmm. again struggling i tried one on it veronica beard it seemed like it was okay but it mm-hmm. wasn't like blowing me away yeah yeah i feel um claustrophobic a little bit in mm-hmm. a pencil like, yeah, I think it's probably the dancer thing. Again, Maybe so. Like I, there's like, I just like some options. I and like, do you ever wear jeans? I'm not much of a jean girl. I I have like, I don't know, maybe like these mini jeans, like mm-hmm. five or six jeans, like black, white, dark, light, mm-hmm. distressed. Um, I kind of want a pair of pink jeans. I don't have the right pair of pink oh. jeans, right? We could do pink jeans. We mm-hmm. could definitely. Mm-hmm. I had pink. I have light pink now. Yes. But I don't. I feel like the darker the jeans, the more forgiving they are. Mm-hmm. And white, sure. I really struggle with. I know you can wear white jeans in the winter, yes. but I'm not even that big of a fan of white in the summer because if I travel, mm-hmm. I spill on the yeah. first day, and then what do I do for the rest of the trip? Totally, totally. Yeah, that's an in-town wear for me. Yeah, <laughs> it I'm is for you too. Yeah, totally, totally. No, I took white jeans on one trip last, but I was like, I'm wearing them to dinner, and that's it. I'm not relying them. Uh, yeah, for the rest of the trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did a white jacket, white Zara jacket that was fabulous mm. with gold buttons. They really can On a flight, jacket. first day of a two-week trip and spilled coffee on it. I know. No more. Are you one of those people that always has the, the no, shout wipes with you? I w- should have been. Yeah, I used to be. And then I'm not anymore. But I have a client that is, and so she's got me more onto it. Like, but I, I, le- I bought a Veronica Beard orange um jacket and Ooh. pants and I feel like because of Hermes I love that right. also Astros the yes. scarf I designed I felt yes. like so and I feel like it's in my color palette mm-hmm. and that's something and I didn't have that because I am loving women in pantsuits I also yes. just bought a Dolce pinstripe pantsuit because Ooh. I feel like that's really classic yes yeah, so mixing classic. it with a leopard because mm-hmm. I love how they do the leopard mm-hmm. are you yes. doing any pantsuits I like a pantsuit. I do. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I like when you mix the um, more of that. Um, it's not necessarily a pantsuit, but the may top with the feathers yes. with the pants. Yes. And then Those you could so put funny. like a turtleneck underneath it. Totally. 
totally. make that for winter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, jacket, white button up. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, I love a set. I love because it's like like a dress, one and done. And mm -hmm. I love to like mix it up for sure. Yes. Mix it with other things. It's so fun. All right. Oh my gosh. So next time we'll be in my closet. We'll have to let people come in. Maybe oh we could gosh. do it live or something. That'd be so and fun. share like um, different things. And because I'm, I try. I'm trying to be really purposeful in what I buy. Yes, we all have to. And I um, even know what I'm wearing like this summer in Capri. Like I plan Damn out girl. so I don't go shopping. Mm -hmm. And then if I find something, I also try to never buy for the occasion and just buy because I love it. Right. Because I feel like when you're stuck in it or, and then if you have to buy for an occasion, go to the brands that you love. Do you yes. have any? I'm so with you. Thoughts on that? And the same thing. Why do we spend so much on formals we wear once or twice? Oh my gosh, it's so painful. And we won't spend it on a jacket that we're going to wear once a week or a handbag we're going to wear 200 days a year. I totally, totally, totally agree with you. I know. Um, I like, for example, I'm going to a black tie fundraiser and like I'm doing that May skirt and like oh, really dressing it up with like a feather top and heels and a bag um, and might wear a glove. But like exactly like you're saying, like, mm -hmm. I don't want to spend on a gown that's just going to hang there until mm -hmm. the next time I see her. Yeah. So I the wanna... May skirt, then you could wear with a T-shirt mm -hmm. and sneakers. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love, love, love that. Yes. I mean, I always say no matter how much money we spend, like, I don't want to spend it all on clothes. Like, I just, I think it's just like, I mean, yeah, I just think that we all need to be more thoughtful. Don't yes, you? I mean, I just like you're saying, like, don't like buy because you love it. Because my assistant says it gives you a, um, a heart flutter. Isn't that yes. so sweet? I, I do know, is that what she, a heart sparkle is what she says. A heart sparkle. A heart sparkle. By the, and just like you're saying, you'll be so excited to wear it. See, I think that's out. why I didn't buy the jacket because the pink eyelash jacket <gasps> gave me the heart sparkle and she didn't have it available to sell. And I don't blame you. It's like, well, <laughs> this, yeah, no, oh, that thing I know is so good. Well, you'll know, you know, it's, I, you're smart. Like a, a jacket like that, you know, you know, you're going to wear it a lot when it's in the right fabric and fabric is the most important thing. Other, all my design collapse, like over and over again, I'm like, fabric's the most important thing. You know what I mean? So when she comes, I know that pink is to die for, Okay. to die for. I know. All right. So why don't you sell it to me? I know, right? <laughs> Dear May, she's been a good girl. Will you please, or at least let her. Borrow, borrow it, it for a photo for shoot. A, yeah, for a photo shoot or a trip. Because I'm still thinking about it. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> That's so is funny. no. It's not funny. I'm thinking about it too. I know. And I was like kind of mad at her. I was like, Are you telling me you only made three of these and you didn't tell me, Val? <laughs> you you're gonna be heartbroken. Like I was like, whose side are you on here? Like you need to look out for your friend. Oh my gosh, so, so good. good. All right, any parting words? I feel like I've kept you already too long. No, this <laughs> has been so much fun. You're the best. Like seriously. Okay. Thank you so Next much. Next time for me. in my closet, we'll have to record. Oh It'll my be gosh, fun. it'll be so fun. Oh okay. my gosh. Thank All right. you so much for having me. Living the authentic life, keeping it real. <laughs> Bye.